Good evening and welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. Starting with an update from the Supreme Court which today continued hearing the batch of petitions challenging constitutional validity of Section 6A of the Citizenship Act. The constitution bench hearing the matter comprises CJI Chandrachud, Justices Surya Kant, M.M. Sondurish, J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra. Senior advocate Sham Devan appearing for the petitioners continued to argue today saying that illegal migrants in Assam who are required to be processed under Section 3 of the Foreigners Act are rewarded with citizenship. This encourages them to remain ordinary residents in Assam since this would entitle them citizenship in terms of Section 6A. The CGI today remarked that it is essential to give the government the latitude to make adjustments necessary to save the nation. He said, though years later, when a state or the nation is stable, one may question as to why certain concessions were given. But at the moment of crisis, these are compromises that the government has to make to save the overall well-being of the nation. Next, senior advocate K.N. Chaudhary argued and said, this is a legislation brought by a regime who had a brute force of 400 plus MPs. Instead of protecting indigenous people, they are protecting illegal immigrants as this is vote bank politics. He also said that indigenous people of Assam have been rendered a minority in their own state and some of them cannot even enjoy their religious worship. Lastly, senior advocate Vijay Hansaria appearing for the petitioners argued that there are refugee policies in India for Tibetans, Chakmas, Rohingyas, Tamils, etc. But none of them confer citizenship. That certain rights can be given, aid can be given or vaccine, but not citizenship. The petitioners have concluded their arguments. The bench will hear union's arguments tomorrow. Stay tuned with us. The Supreme Court has told the Indian Army to frame a policy regarding promotion of women officers who have been granted permanent commission. If you remember, there were two landmark judgments which upheld rights of women regarding promotion in the Indian Army. One in February 2022 in Secretary Ministry of Defence versus Babita Punia, where the court held that absolute exclusion of women officers from permanent commission in the army was discriminatory. Next, in 2021, in the case of Lieutenant Colonel Nitisha and others versus Union of India, where the court had held that certain criteria adopted by the army for consideration for permanent commission for women officers was based on patriarchal notions and gender stereotypes resulting in discrimination. Despite these landmark judgments, several applications have been filed by women officers who seek promotion from the rank of Lieutenant Colonel to Brigadier. The women officers allege that some of the criteria adopted by the Indian Army are discriminatory in nature. A bench comprising CGI Chandrachud and Justices J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra heard the matter. Another issue raised was the disparity in pay for women officers now holding the same rank as their male counterparts despite earning seniority after being promoted. Attorney General R. Venkata Ramani informed the bench that deliberations are going on in the army headquarters for formulating an appropriate policy on career progression for women officers to facilitate their consideration by selection board. 
Taking note of the statement, the bench observed that formulation of the policy should be complete by 31st March 2024. In an important update, a constitution bench of the Supreme Court has held that an arbitration agreement can bind non-signatories as per the group of companies doctrine. The doctrine states that a company that is a non-signatory to an arbitration agreement would be bound by the agreement if such a company is a member of the same group of companies that signed the agreement. The doctrine deems that parties to the arbitration agreement mutually intended for such a non-signatory to be bound by it. A bench comprising Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud, Justices Rishikesh Roy, P.S. Narsimha, J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra delivered the verdict that the doctrine must be retained in the Indian arbitration jurisprudence considering its utility in determining intention of the parties in the context of complex transactions involving multiple parties and multiple agreements. The court held that it is not necessary that only persons who are signatories to the arbitration agreement will be bound. That requirement of a written arbitration agreement does not mean that non-signatories will not be bound by it, provided there is a defined legal relationship between the signatories and the non-signatories and that the parties intended to be bound by it. In 2022, a three-judge bench led by the then CGI N.V. Ramanna had referred the matter to a larger bench after observing that some aspects of the doctrine required reconsideration. And now let me tell you, senior advocate Dushyant Dave has written an open letter to the Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachud, expressing anguish at certain happenings about the listing of cases by the registry of the Supreme Court. Dave has said in the letter that some of the matters being relisted by the registry are sensitive matters involving human rights, freedom of speech, democracy and functioning of statutory and constitutional institutions. If you remember, yesterday Justice Sanjay Kishan Kaul had expressed reservations about the last-minute deletion of the judge's appointment matter from his bench. Also last week, the advocate on record for Tamil Nadu Vigilance Director had written to the Supreme Court Registry taking objection to the reassigning of the matter to another bench. Dave in his letter has pointed out the same and stated that several cases were shifted from the previous benches which had dealt with them and despite the availability of the senior judge, those matters were assigned to other benches. He has thus requested the CGI as the master of the roster on the administrative side to take immediate corrective measures for the same. The Supreme Court has dismissed a PIL that sought purity test of several brands of honey sold in the market. The PIL was filed by an NGO named Anti-Corruption Council of India Trust. The petitioner had claimed that most of the honey sold in the Indian markets were adulterated with sugar syrup and that the increased consumption of sugar will cause health problems in the population. It also cited a report from the Center for Science and Environment that claimed that Indian brands were using a modified sugar imported from China, which was helping bypass adulteration tests in the country. However, the Supreme Court bench of Justice Vikram Nath and Justice Rajesh Bindal refused to entertain the petition and dismissed it. Let me also tell you that in April 2021, the Apex Court had issued notice in the matter to the Ministry of Home Affairs. 
In another update, the Supreme Court has set aside a 2017 judgment of the Gujarat High Court, which quashed an FIR registered by Gujarat Police against businessman Mehul Chinubhai Choksi. Choksi, as you know, turned fugitive and left India in 2017 following the PNB loan scam case. In this case, FIR was registered by Ahmedabad Police for the offences of criminal breach of trust, cheating, forgery and criminal conspiracy. The complainant Digvijay Singh Jadeja, who alleged that Choksi's company failed to return to him gold bars worth rupees 30 crores and misappropriated them, violating the terms of the agreement. Choksi's wife Preeti was also arraigned as an accused. The Gujarat High Court had quashed the FIR on the ground that the complaint was mostly a civil breach of contract and no criminal offence was made out. The Supreme Court reversed the High Court's judgment, observing that it exceeded in its jurisdiction under Section 482 of CRPC by delving deep into the factual controversies. The Court set aside the impugned order and directed the investigation to continue. It also made it clear that its observation in this current order shall not be treated as one on the case's merits. A bench of Justice B.V. Nagratna and Justice Ujjal Bhuyan has been considering a batch of pleas challenging the upper age limit for surrogacy. Under the Surrogacy Regulation Act of 2021, the age prescribed for the woman is 23 to 50 years and for the man is 26 to 55 years. The applications have been filed by persons wanting to have a child through surrogacy who are beyond the age limit prescribed under the Act. The bench orally expressed its reservations about the same. It said that people in their 60s are saying that they want children, but it is difficult to bring up a child at that age. It is important to look at the child's point of view also. The bench also said that it is very easy to bring a child into this world, but raising an education etc. is not easy. Incidentally, the same bench on Monday had issued notice on a petition challenging the provisions barring single unmarried women from surrogacy. The Supreme Court is closing for winter vacations from 16th December. Keeping in mind the interest of litigants and in order to accommodate the request for listing maximum number of cases, a circular was issued yesterday with a direction to discontinue the practice of circulating adjournment slips and letters till the last working day of the year, that is 15th December. However, the Supreme Court Advocates on Record Association has objected to this, expressing its dissatisfaction and pointing to the sudden and faulty listing of matters by the registry, the lawyer's body has said that the absence of prior notice may result in an unfair burden on lawyers who are unprepared to argue a matter. It would also be against the best interest of litigants and the convenience of judges. The association has therefore urged the CGI to expedite the reversal of this circular. In the next update, a bench of Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhanshu Dholia was today hearing a PIL filed by Foundation for Media Professionals urging the court to establish safeguards against unreasonable interference by law enforcement agencies and create comprehensive guidelines for search and seizure of digital devices. Previously, the court had told Centre that better guidelines are needed to protect the privacy and freedom of media professionals. The central government today informed the court that a committee has been constituted to look into the framing of guidelines regarding seizure of digital devices by investigation agencies. 
upon the assurance of the additional solicitor general of india that the process will be expedited the supreme court adjourned the hearing of pleas till 14th december a delhi court has summoned the special director of enforcement directorate over non appearance of the prosecution in a money laundering case registered against aam aadmi party councillor tahir hussain in connection with the north east delhi riots of 2020 additional sessions judge amitabh rawat said there was non appearance on behalf of the prosecution in the court for filing reply and supply of application or judgments in the matter the court did wait for around half an hour for somebody to appear on behalf of the prosecution but in vain there was also a direction to provide advance copy to the counsel for the accused however neither advance copy had been supplied nor even reply had been filed in the court the court noted that previously also there was non appearance on behalf of the prosecution for the purpose of filing reply and supply of application etc while listing the matter for hearing on 8th december the court also ordered tahir hussain to be produced physically from judicial custody on the next date the pmla case was registered against hussain on the basis of 3 firs lodged in relation to the riots ed's case is that he was the ultimate beneficiary of the laundered money and used it during the riots And lastly the Allahabad High Court has granted a stay on criminal proceedings pending before the MP MLA court Gautam Buddh Nagar against Samajwadi Party chief Akhilesh Yadav and Rashtriya Lok Dal chief and Rajya Sabha member Jayant Chaudhary over alleged violations of model code of conduct and covid norms in 2022. Essentially the allegations against Yadav and Chaudhary are to the effect that they along with 300 to 400 unknown persons in February 2022 were traveling from Luharli gate uh, Gautam Buddh Nagar towards Noida when they were welcomed by co-accused persons and during that process a large gathering had assembled which resulted in violation of the guidelines of COVID-19 Yadav and Chaudhary were booked under IPC and the Epidemic Diseases Act and both of them were summoned by the local court challenging the summoning order as well as the entire criminal proceedings the instant plea was moved i hope you found this video informative and enjoyable if you did please consider giving it a thumbs up and sharing it with your friends don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you won't miss any of our future content You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.